Here we go once again. Fucking back at it. A to Z show. In the bunker. Still surviving. Running kind of low on beers, but that's okay. Hey. It's all right. We're going to make it through. Do you think if I got drunk enough and like just every now and then sort of like opened a vein and drank my own blood, would I still be able to get drunk off that? Hmm. I mean, you'd feel the effects of it, I'm sure. That's fine. Yeah. I just want to be drunk. I don't, I don't, care, techni- I don't care how it happens. I don't know if you can technically like describe <clears throat> it as being drunk, but you, you'd be uh, faint and out that's of your fine. mind, so that's fine. It's what, like, like a Mobius strip of uh, intoxication, mm. where it just never ends. I thought you were just going to say you're going to turn into Morbius, the living <laughs> vampire. Doctor, no, I'm going to turn into Dr. Orpheus, oh. the necromancer from the Venture Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one of the greatest shows ever, by the way. Oh, yeah? Even Emma liked that show. Mm. She'd never heard of it, and I was like, oh, you're missing out. And it was on Hulu, so we watched that. Okay. Did you ever watch it? No, I haven't. Oh, it's Venture like the Bros? Johnny Quest ripoff, right? Yeah, pretty much. Nah. It's fucking hilarious. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, hmm. I, I thought you had seen it. I thought we'd talk about it for a little bit. But if you oh, haven't okay. seen it yet, I don't want to ruin anything. Okay. It's a really good show, though. I'll add it to the queue. Good. Excellent. It's good to hear. So, uh, I was watching uh, Goodfellas yesterday. All right. And I hadn't watched that in a little bit. Really? I kind of forgot how well made that movie is. Dude. It's sort of like a perfectly done film. It really in is. In all aspects. The cinematography is just off the charts, man. The, the soundtrack, the dialogue, the just the writing in general. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go out and say it. Not Everybody might not agree with me. Martin Scorsese can make a pretty good movie. That's, that's pretty bold. That's kind of out say, there. But, yeah, it's yeah. a hot take. Yeah. That's a Zach Melcher hot take. We'll, we'll, we'll see what else he ends what up doing. We'll say, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see if he can you know, keep it going. Right, yeah. Like nine or ten films in a row. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. maybe we'll see. It could just be like a one-off fluke. Yeah, <laughs> just a one-off fluke. <laughs> can you imagine being Martin Scorsese? Not right like, now. What no. does that got to be like? Or just like everything you touch is perfect. Mm-hmm. You just are somehow one of the greatest filmmakers ever. And he, like, doesn't take himself that serious. He's not, like, a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Like, George Lucas is. He's just kind of like, yeah, I make fucking movies. That's how movies work. I yeah. don't know. They're supposed to be good. And he loves movies, too. Like, he watches, like, almost every movie that comes out, it seems like. I think that's what helps. I yeah. think, like, all of, at least all of my favorite filmmakers are mm-hmm. all movie fans. Like, big movie fans. I like Scorsese, Tarantino, mm-hmm. uh, Raimi. Like, all of those guys are constantly watching movies. Oh, yeah. And just retain everything, too. Like, the amount of knowledge Tarantino has. I've heard him on a few podcasts. Oh, with, my God, and right. He just, like, remembers every single actor and what they were in and what they did after that and yeah, he has who like, directed and who shot it. And It's like a walking IMDb. Yeah. It's insane. With a weird foot fetish. I mean, you know. Hey, man. You take I'm what fi- you can get. I'm fine with it. Do your fucking thing. That guy's doing, like, he's living the dream. He's yeah. doing the exact job he wants to do. And that job also involves him getting to take foot shots of the chicks that he likes, yeah. which is exactly what he wants. What he wants to do anyway, right? And how many other people has he turned on to that? Like he, he could be like you know a real eye opener, like a trendsetter. I don't have a foot thing. Do you have a foot thing? Mm, not particularly, no. Yeah. But I mean, there are times watching his movies, it's like okay, yeah, I, 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 I kind of see where he's coming from. He definitely picks hot chicks. I'm yeah. not going to deny that at all. Yeah. Like fucking uh, Death Proof, which is one of my favorite Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. I think we were talking about this last episode. Oh, hang on. While we're talking about last episode, real quick, uh, I was going to do this off the air, but since we're already going, yeah, I'm just going to keep going. Okay, so uh, we mentioned your uh, beloved Patriots, right? And their Panthers and the record yeah. against each other. Mm-hmm. I thought they played six times and we were even. 
It's actually we have played seven times in history, and Carolina leads the series four oh, to three. Shit! I did not realize we played back in 1995, the that, inaugural season of the Panthers. That doesn't count. That was and, and we beat the Patriots 20 to 17 that, in overtime. That was not the Brady era. It doesn't count. Oh, okay. <clears throat> we were specifically talking the Brady era. Well, yeah, that's true. So O <laughs> two would have been. And that was an overtime loss, which nowadays who knows what that means. So O <laughs> two so would have been Brady, right? Yeah. Okay, so all the rest of them were. So three and three with against Brady. Okay. All right. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it'd be three and three against the greatest quarterback of all time? Mm-hmm. That's nothing to laugh at. Yeah. And now I got to root for that motherfucker. Right. Did you see him showing up in Boston? And we beat you the last three. The last time you beat us was uh, in 2005. No, oh, 2009. No, Panthers. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it does <clears throat> the visitor oh, okay. first instead of I gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, but who won the Super Bowl again? I forget. Uh, this last year, uh, I think it was... You son of a bitch. <laughs> it was the guy who got the giantest fucking sports contract ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, Patty Mahomes. Probably the best Irish quarterback ever. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. That's a, that's a good Irishman. Okay. It's a good Irish name, right? Sure. I don't know what he looks like. I, I assume he's pretty Irish. I have no idea. With a name like that. Patrick Mahomes. That's okay. the most Irish name I've ever heard. He's always wearing a helmet every time I see him, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, he's just wearing a helmet and slinging touchdowns all day. Because he's just, I mean, I mean, he definitely deserves the contract. I'm not talking shit on the guy. No, no, no. He's a fucking fantastic quarterback. But it is an insane amount of money. It really is. <laughs> they they were smart, though. They they backloaded it. Oh, did they? Yeah. I didn't look into the details of it. Yeah, it's like the first five years is kind of a normal wage, and like the last five years is where like their big money starts kicking in. Okay, yeah, they'll cut him by then, so. Yeah, well, I mean, the, he'll still get paid. It's a contract. And that's not guaranteed in the NFL, though. Oh, no, with the way his contract is, if he starts... I don't know, if he's on the roster the last day of training camp, then he's paid for the next year. Okay. I mean, they'll still find a way around it. Yeah, I mean, no, they're, they're going to try. But it was smart to backload it, because then they can still be competitive for the next couple of years, because otherwise they're just going to blow their fucking salary <laughs> cap and have nobody to play with. Yeah. So it's kind of a smart idea, because if you can still stay competitive with the salary cap, you can still win games. And if you're still winning games, and people are like, oh, fucking Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they're winning games... At that point, if you are competitive and winning for five years, mm-hmm. you don't need the money to get people to come to you at that point. You'll right. you'll get a lot of the veterans, like, kind of like what the Patriots had for the last couple of years. Right. Where it was like dudes were taking smaller time deals because they knew they could win there. So it was right. like they were, they were coming there to win. Right. And it's a win-win situation <clears throat> for him because he'll just have all the advertisements. And then at that point. Right. So he's like, he's. He'll be making money that way. <laughs> he'll either win or he'll be making fucking billions of dollars. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, this is fine with me. Mm-hmm. Not that I, I think he's competitive enough where the money doesn't mean anything to him. But I would imagine so. Some of those comebacks he made. Like, you know, you, he's a great you're, quarterback. You're never far enough ahead on them, it seems like. No, he's a great quarterback. He is exactly what everyone thought Kaepernick was going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that dual threat, quick, smart quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's what Kaepernick was supposed to be, but Kaepernick sucked after one year. <laughs> Mahomes... No, he just got blackballed, Zach. That's, oh, yeah, that's right. The league hates him. That's yeah, why. no, the NFL's very racist, mm-hmm. seeing as how 85% of them are black, for yep. sure. Mm-hmm. The NFL's racist. Some of the owners are probably racist, but mm-hmm. the NFL is an organization. They're rich old white men, so <laughs> they don't I mean, have much hope. That's true, but I mean, a couple of them actually are, like, racist. <laughs> like the no, that's what I'm was, saying. No, that, that's... Yeah, okay, yeah. Why no. wouldn't they be if they're... <laughs> yeah, they're probably going to be racist. Like, there's going to be some of them who are racist. Yeah. They're like uh, fucking uh, Don Johnson and Django Unchained. That's why Marshawn Lynch needs to buy a team. Hmm. I just want him to buy a team and then like also coach it and probably play even. Marshawn Lynch <laughs> to do it. Call him a number. He's just like the fucking best. <laughs> He's one of my favorite sports personalities ever. 
He's one of the most real dudes to ever exist, and he's so much fun to watch, and he just does not give a fuck. He just loves football and Skittles, and that's about it. Other than that, he's just going to be Compton for the rest of his life, and he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, get out of my face. I'm fucking beast mode, dog. Now I'm going to go eat 40,000 calories, because I need to, because that's how my body is built. You just like him because he was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was on the league, too. Oh, was he? Yeah. Did you ever see that episode? I don't think so. They did. I kind of trailed off towards the end of it. It was the season right after the Patriots Seahawks uh, Super Bowl. Oh shit! Okay. And there was a bit in there where uh, they're all sitting on the beach, and mm-hmm. one of the guys is like five feet over, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, toss me a beer." And Marshawn's sitting there on the beach, and he's like, "Who goes? Oh, I'll, I'll just run it over to him." He's like, "No, I'm just gonna throw it to." Him. He's like, "I mean, it's way easier if I just walk it over to him." He's like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna throw it. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Perfect. It's fucking fantastic. I did not see that coming at all. I was less surprised by the Atlanta Falcons comeback during that Super Bowl, the 28-3 comeback. Mm-hmm. I was less surprised by that than I was by the Seahawks ending. Because, like, you can ask anybody. It was the first Super Bowl me and her watched together as a couple. Oh. And, like, I mean, they got down to, like, you know, the five-yard line, and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is a fucking game here. It's Marshawn Lynch. He's going to fucking post that through. Right. There's no way we stop him. That's what he does. Marshawn yeah. Lynch gets five yards every time. He doesn't care. <clears throat> and then they threw it and intercepted it. And I was like, holy shit <laughs> then you can watch the documentary about that and you find out that they were practicing that play in training camp because they had watched tape from the year before and belichick saw him doing that and he was like yeah if they ever stack like that uh skip over the uh the chip block and just run in there because he's going to toss it into you so that's again belichick being the, the dark lord we talked about yeah. this last episode but he's made enough sacrifices he's just I mean, that smart he, he's got all the Priorities. Who's he making sacrifices to? He's making sacrifices to himself. He is the Dark Lord. Right. It's fine. That's He's already controlling it. Somebody else is making it. He's got me. all that blood magic. It's me making sacrifices to the Lord of Belichick. <laughs> Fuck Cthulhu. Mm. Belichick will out, outsmart him anyway. Yeah. Cthulhu's playing checkers. Belichick's playing chess, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to take you off your tangent, but I did want to bring that up. So No, that's cool. I got you. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, with the uh, the foot thing. With yeah, Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't have a foot thing. Like, at all. Like, I don't really have, like, an aversion to feet. Mm-hmm. I don't have, like, an attraction to feet. Okay. But I do think Tarantino has great taste in women. Oh, yeah. Because he's always got hot chicks. And like I was saying with Death Proof, which, again, is, like, one of my favorite Tarantino movies and get, doesn't get a lot, enough respect, all the chicks in that movie are so hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all fucking banging hot. But yeah, I just you know he's he's living the dream, so good for him. By the way, yes, just to keep the rant going a little bit. Uh-huh. Totally different topic though. All right. So with us just not having sports for so long, mm-hmm. I really think I need to get into wrestling again. I haven't watched wrestling in like I don't know ten, or probably more than that, almost fifteen years, probably at this Ooh, point. Okay. So I need like a quick rundown: what I need to watch, when I need to watch it. Gotcha. Who's good? Who's bad? All right. What do you got? Go. Uh, you're definitely going to check out NXT. NXT, okay. yeah, yeah, for that, sure. That's definitely the big product right now. Uh, you need to go through and that's the probably one the last two or three years worth of pay per views for that are just outstanding. NXT was the one that started out as like it was almost like a spring league kind of thing. It was like a developmental. It was yeah, league pure, for purely Raw developmental. Smackdown, right? mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. They started now, off as uh, they were the Ohio Valley Wrestling back in the day, back when you were watching. Okay. So like <clears throat> that's where John Cena and stuff like that. And, but yeah, then they uh, they moved to Florida. I think that was 2012, and then that's when they rebranded to NXT. Okay. And uh, Triple H actually took over. He's the head of the development there. Yeah. And 
he uh, he wanted to start doing a a weekly show just to get people used to you know facing the camera and getting used to camera angles getting used to promos in front of you know a live audience and everything smart because mm-hmm. i mean really just lifting weights and practicing wrestling moves that's only like you know 40 percent of what they actually do right so they, these people are getting called up to raw and smackdown and they just they weren't cutting it yeah they don't know how to be a face or a heal or anything yeah. like that They're exactly used yeah yeah it's so, yeah sports yeah. entertainment mm-hmm. there's two things there you gotta yeah. be an actor and an athlete yeah they turned it into a weekly show and then they started doing basically a lot of like the old school storylines and repeating those because they're just you know simple and that's what works so why complicate anything with it somebody come out and spray everybody down with a beer truck uh, no, they haven't done that yet, quite. Pussies. <laughs> One of the greatest Stone Cold uh, oh, moments of all time. And then you get the Kurt Angle mocking it with the milk truck. That was great. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was pretty funny. He was the wholesome All-American. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Angle is a bad motherfucker. Like a legit bad motherfucker. Like a legit martial artist. <laughs> yeah. Like a dude who could fuck you up if need be. Yeah, so many people thought it would just take his character or his gimmick to have the the gold medals. Like, no, he really won a gold medal in wrestling. <laughs> He's a legitimate <laughs> Olympic athlete, yeah. top level, mm-hmm. fucking bad motherfucker. Yeah, like trained his entire <laughs> life to get to that point. So, yeah, he, he, he's legit. It's like you look at the dudes who came from the the, the mixed martial arts tournament, like the MMA, mm-hmm. the, you know, the shit that I watched, Yeah, and then went into the wrestling. And I'm always wondering, like, you ever wore, like, if the other guys are ever worried about it? Where it's like maybe they hit him on accident a little too hard, he just snaps back into like MMA mode, and then all of a sudden you're just getting fucking ground and pounded by fucking uh, Brock Lesnar. God damn! Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, thank you. Yeah. Like, you're 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 going to throw him against the ropes, and you hit his back a little too hard, and he just snaps back yep. in and just head head kicks you into the next millennium. Yep. He's like, I'm not pulling the next four punches. They're coming at you. I'm like, okay, God. You wouldn't have to pull four. You only had to throw one. You seen Brock Lesnar? Uh, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. He's still a bad motherfucker. He's like 40-something years old. He can still fuck up just about anybody on the planet. <laughs> but yeah, NXT is definitely where it's at. You need to okay. check that out. for the... I'm going to start checking that out. See if I can find some of my favorite yeah. wrestlers or something. Yeah, yeah. Their, uh, their pay-per-views are all called <clears throat> TakeOver. Like, yeah. Like NXT's TakeOver. So. And then they only do like four or five a year, so it's pretty easy to catch up pretty quick. They're wow. only like two-hour shows, two and a half hours. They keep it simple, like four or five matches per pay-per-view. So, But they, they really build the story really well. Tomasa Champa, you're gonna love that dude, man. He's one of my favorites right now. And yeah, yeah, he he's definitely up your alley. Perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's gonna yeah. be cool. I'm gonna have to get into it because I'm not seeing enough UFC fights now. Yeah. And boxing, I really haven't been interested in boxing in a while. Yeah. Although you got Tyson coming back. That we'll is see true. That I'm really excited to see that. <laughs> nope. My screen dead. There it goes. Oh, that's uh, weird. Yeah, that was odd. I know Tyson. Uh, fuck, man. Mike Tyson. I just like. I don't want to get off into the weeds about boxing too much because I know not everybody on our podcast likes combat sports or is even interested in them in any kind of way. But fucking Tyson, I think I showed you the video of him like running speed bags and running drills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's 40 something years old. Or more than that. He's like 50. He's 50 something. Yeah. He'll even be 60. I don't know. Yeah. He's like 55, 60 years old. Yeah. And he's running the drills as fast as he's always done it. And it's just, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, you never know. There might be a dude like that just walking around. Like, you get to watch yourselves a little oh, yeah. bit. You walk in a bar, fuck fuck with the wrong old man. I legitimately thought it was a camera trick at first. And you're like, no, he's really doing he's that. That's that real fast. speed. Yeah. And he's always been that fast. His speed has not dropped. That's the wow. craziest thing. It's not that he's that fast, because he was that fast forever. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that 40 fucking years later, he's still that fucking fast. Dyson is one of the 
baddest motherfuckers ever. He's a little crazy. Well, yeah. He's also. I think that kind of comes in hand in hand with it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you get punched in the face a lot. It's gonna happen. Yeah. And then you like fucking. <laughs> I fucking love Mike Tyson. He's so crazy. I love him. <laughs> the fucking. <laughs> there was uh, way back when in an interview. It was probably ten years ago or so, maybe a little bit more. It was after the Holyfield incident where he bit off part the of Vader Holyfield's ear. Yeah. Um, which that one was crazy, but it didn't surprise me that much. <laughs> Only because that was the first time Mike had ever really been rocked. Yeah. Mike Tyson had gone through his whole career. He was like fucking 26 and 0, basically. I mean, even like coming up training and shit like that, he never got rocked. He was just too quick and knew boxing too well mm-hmm. and got in so close on it, you never really had a chance to rock. You could just jab him a little right. bit. Most of his losses were like decision kind of things, right? Yeah, pretty like much. Just points based. And then like Holyfield just, I mean, for the first time ever was able to sort of get reach on him and got a nice right hook in and rang his bell. And I don't think Tyson has had his bell rung since he was like 14 years old growing <laughs> up in the ghetto. So he was just immediately like, street fight, fuck it. Yeah. And bit that motherfucker's <laughs> ear. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck me. So yeah, wrestling. Okay. We're, we're going to check that out. I'm going to start looking into it. Nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out, see what I like. All right. And then NXT is on TV, right? It's like every yeah. Wednesday or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, it's on uh, live on USA. I believe. Okay. And then you can catch it uh, the next day on uh, Hulu, and then like two or three days later on the WWE Network. Excellent, excellent. Right, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check into it because it's been like, like all of my shit was like the Austin three sixteen days and the you know fucking Shawn Michaels. Although Shawn Shawn Michaels went for like thirty fucking years. Yeah. That guy's one oh, of yeah. the greatest wrestlers of all time. I have a feeling you're gonna be a big Adam Cole fan too. Really? Yeah, he's he's kind of the. Up and coming yeah. version of uh, not after that video HBK. I just watched with Pat McAfee. He was talking oh, yeah. shit on my boy. Oh, I go respect that. I heard that. Uh, well, he's being trained by Shawn Michaels apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess he's like he's kind of a heel. Yep. Oh, he's yeah. like the longest running champ that NXT has had so far. Mm-hmm. Recently lost though. Yeah, heard he that did. Too. Yeah. Four hundred three days as champ though. That's nothing to laugh at. It's pretty legit. Got respect that. Oh yeah. When you got the best of the best coming at you, so. But, I mean, I've, I've always been kind of a heel fan anyway. Yeah, yeah. Who isn't? Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. They had the more fun. I mean, come on. It's plain to see. And that's who everybody wants to be anyway, whatever, like, you think about Because every kid, especially mm. every kid who grows up in the Midwest, we've yeah. all thought about being a professional wrestler. Before. Oh, hell yeah. And you always want to be the heel. Yeah. You want to be the bad motherfucker. Except, in Mass Effect, you fucking pussy out every time. That's different. You gotta go. You gotta go. No, that's different. I'm still being a heel because I'm fighting the fucking corporation. You gotta go renegade, man. I go renegade sometimes. Just not on my team. I respect my team. You look after your team. Okay. You See, know that. That's perfect Adam Cole right there. You know that. How dare you. Or maybe that's a good thing. I don't no, know. It is, it I is. don't know him well enough. I just saw the one video with him and Pat McAfee <laughs> get into it today. Yeah. You're, you're going to like him. No, yeah, no. He, he seems like he runs a faction called the Undisputed Era. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I respect that. Oh, yeah. He, he does the uh, the whole cowardly heel thing most of the time where his, his like faction members come out and help him win the match. Oh. Distracting the ref or like, like taking the, the other guy out. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. What was it? The corporation or mm-hmm. something like that that he had? Yep. Yeah. Corporate rock. Corporate rock. That's right. <laughs> oh, how and when he, he when he first came out, he was part of the uh, mm-hmm. Nation of Domination, too. Yeah, the Nation of Domination. And he was Godfather rock. and Mark Henry. Yeah. Fucking Mark Henry. A monster. Oh yeah. I think he's still technically the strongest man in America. I don't think anyone's beaten his record. I'd fucking believe in it, America, dude. at least. I told you I saw him in person, right? 
Yeah. And down in New Orleans. He was sitting like two tables away from us. You finally knew what it felt like to be small. Yeah. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. He's a fucking monster. Yeah. And he was just putting down fried chicken, dude. I was like, oh my God. How does anybody eat that but much? Like, look at all the fucking mass on him. Like, imagine oh. how much protein he has to get in just to stay even. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just to not eat his own body. He's probably, he's probably going to put down, like, fucking 40,000 calories easily. I'd assume, For, yeah. like, a meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's insane. That dude's eating whole chickens, like, as an appetizer. Yeah. Before he goes and works out some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his American weightlifting uh Records still haven't been broken. I think he's wow. still technically the strongest man in America. Right. Yeah. The dude uh, from Game of Thrones yeah, played the mountain. mountain. Thor yeah. Yorkinson, or whatever the fuck his name is, who's mm-hmm. also a fucking. Mom. I'm surprised he hasn't oh gotten into the WWE. Honestly. Yeah. No. How how do you how are you like 470 pounds and you still have a fucking six pack? Like that guy's insane, dude. <laughs> dude so it's insane. We should have him in a lab somewhere oh God, creating yeah. our fucking the, the next race of humans, mm-hmm. like to make super soldiers. We need we need like him and like Army Hammer. <laughs> and Henry Kaivel and Jason Momoa. If we can just mm-hmm. get all of their sperms together, mm. and then just find like some random whore, who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the men making the decisions here. Right, so right. shut up. Mm-hmm. We just need some like eggs, some really good eggs that'll make good kids. Maybe it, like, wouldn't, it wouldn't even make it that far though. You'd drink it and try to like create yourself into the perfect right man. I would. Yeah, I'd, I'd inject it into me like a fucking <laughs> Spider Man. Like I'm gonna be uh, the Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to try human trials. <laughs> 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 but no, we can find some eggs for okay, females. Sure. Like Margot Robbie, uh, Rose McGowan, like some hot chicks. That mm. way, like, whenever we do occasionally get a girl, they're still hot. Okay. Because, okay. you know, I want our future race of humans to be hot as well as gigantic monsters who can just eat things. Sure, why not? And then, yeah, that's what we do. We just create a race of super soldiers out of, like, Thor Bjorkinson and Mark Henry and Henry Kaivel. That way they're still pretty. Perfect. Those perfectly chiseled jaws. And then President Tyson leads them into war. This President is, this Tyson is, perfect. is riding a bear, and they're all walking, and they're bare-chested, hmm. and there's no armor Even on the them. women. And they don't even have guns, because when you shoot them, there's fucking bullets just plang right yeah. off their fucking pecs, because they're oh, rock yeah. hard. And then we <laughs> control this fucking shit. Then I can get out of this bunker and yeah. end this fucking pandemic. Those guys aren't getting sick. No. No fucking way. <laughs> there's no room for fucking viruses in their body. It's That's all right. protein and testosterone. They don't need no damn mask. Shit. They are the mask. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck were we talking about <laughs> uh wrestling we went through a lot of shit mm-hmm. there that was we a good did. time it was one All of right. our better rambles i think yeah i'm gonna start checking out nxt mm-hmm. now raw or smackdown which one's better at the moment i like smackdown you like smackdown better yeah i do who's your favorite wrestler right now yeah it's champa tomorrow no, champa. no tomorrow who's, your, who's gonna be your favorite wrestler tomorrow okay uh tomorrow i'm probably gonna enjoy <laughs> mike tyson <laughs> yeah Mike Tyson when he announces out, he's coming in, yeah. when he comes out, and he's been out. in the WWE before. That is so. true. He was yeah. a uh, guest re- referee a couple of times too, like WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania, yeah. Rock and Austin. <laughs> That's right. He was the uh, referee for that one. Mm-hmm. Pulled off the ref shirt and had the DX shirt underneath it. That's right. <laughs> <sighs> Bad motherfucker. Oh, yeah. On SmackDown though, though, I definitely really I'm a big New Day fan. Also, New Day. Mm-hmm. And so the group with uh, is that Exa- like Shade? It's Xavier Woods. Kofi oh, uh, Kingston. I like and, and Biggie Xavier Langston. Woods. Yeah, I uh, he was on the uh, the Extra Life for Rooster Teeth that we always watch every year. Oh yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the wheel dragon. He right? was a big part of it. Yeah, he was the wheel dragon. <laughs> he was doing that fucking chest slap to everybody. He was fucking dudes up. Oh yeah, yeah, he's still rehabbing. He hasn't quite come back yet, but he's he, he still he rehabbing. Be yeah, fuck, that's like almost a year now at this mm, point. Getting there, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, he really like ripped the fuck out of his tendons or something. 
He seems like a bad motherfucker. He, is, he yeah. seems really cool too. Mm-hmm. He's like a fun guy. Oh yeah, the whole group is. Like, they just they give no fucks at all. Yeah, they're they're kind of just like realizing how great their job is. Yeah, so, like, they, fuck it, let's you're gonna love it. They started off as a heel group. They came out and everybody booed them. And just to fuck with the crowd, they wanted. They're like, new day rocks, new day rocks, and the crowd would chain back. New day sucks. And they were supposed to be like all about like positivity and like changing your world around, power positive thinking, fuck that yeah. kind of thing. That's what's up. And then eventually, like they started warming up to people, and people started yeah, yeah, cheering for them. People just started because, to yeah, like that. Why, I was like, yeah, why yeah, wouldn't you? Awesome. Exactly. Like, the guys yeah. are all just fun. And yeah, they're all cool. Hit black. And they actually gave them a run with the championship, and they became. I think they're still one of the longest running tag team champions on Raw. No shit. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, but yeah, they, then they started going all crazy with their entrances and their stuff like that, and. Now their big thing is they come out and they throw pancakes into the crowd just off of a big platter. Fuck it, I'm in. I'm fucking in. 100%, dog. They, they came out with like a unicorn horns and like the power of unicorns at one point. And it's just fucking insane and I love it. These guys are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be a big fan. Yeah, I'm fucking in. And that's Raw? Uh, they're on SmackDown They're right on now. SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. All right, I'm going to get into that. Yeah, I'm gonna just start doing it. I think. I think so. Need more shit to watch. We're not having no sports right now. There's yeah. Nothing going on. Fucking bored. You really can't even go to that many bars. Yeah. It's when something. you do, you get so depressed. You don't really want to stay. Like. Oh no! When I, when I get depressed, I stay at the bar. Oh okay. Yeah, that's what I yeah. do. That's what I do. I I sit at the bar by myself. I stare off in the middle distance and I just drink whiskey. Mm. And then no one talks to me. And it's awesome. It's a great day. It's a lot of fun. I mean, Emma talks to you. Yeah, I mean, she talks at me, but I'm not listening. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's true. I'm just doing Batman dialogues in my head. <laughs> like I'm the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, so half an hour in, probably should introduce what the show is and who we are. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just realized we skipped through all of that. Sorry, guys. I mean, I said A to Z show at the beginning. <clears throat> that but... is true. We did get that in. So for those of you who are still with us, we, we appreciate it. Uh, real quick, uh-huh. this is the A to Z show. Okay. Uh, sitting across from me is the A. That, that is that's me. America's sweetheart, Andrew Varble. Oh, thank you very much. And sitting over here is me. Mm-hmm. I am the Z. I am uh, America's favorite failed comedian. My name is Zach Melcher. Okay. And this is our podcast. We've been buddies for a long time. We like to get on here. We talk about a lot of different topics. Mm-hmm. As you now know yeah. from our rambles, we haven't even gotten to our topics yet. We oh, usually God, just... No. Yeah. We like to open our shows with a bit of a ramble, just kind of whatever is on the top of our head. Sure. And see where it goes. I basically just unchain Zach and let him go. So yeah. Basically, yeah. And then this has been, this is a two-week build-up, so. Yeah. This was but a long Three week, right? Yeah, maybe this well, is three weeks. two in a row, so. Yeah, I guess it is three weeks, yeah. though. Yeah, last time we recorded was right before 4th of July. That's right. It's a three-week build-up. Yeah. So this is like, this is a nut that I had mm. to get off. This is like when you're in middle school. Uh-huh. And you go to like a dance or something, and you're just like slow dancing with a girl all night, oh, and she's just like grinding on you, but you can't fuck yet. You know that? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way you're gonna fuck that girl at the school in eighth grade. That's just not gonna happen. And you're not, you don't have a car to go to. You're fucking fourteen, mm-hmm. but you're so full of fucking just hormones that your dick is like fighting your own zipper at that point. Like you can hear it like. You got the imprint on it. And you finally get home, but your parents are still awake, so you gotta still wait, you gotta still wait, you gotta still wait. And then finally, like, around midnight, everyone's asleep, you're in your room by yourself, doors closed, now you can fucking jack it. And if you're young enough, or if you're old enough now at this point, you remember, you didn't always have the internet, because you had, like, one computer in the house, and it was in, yeah. like, the living the room, living room yeah. or the fucking kitchen, one of the two. Mm-hmm. So you could go in there and jack it, not to dial up modem, you can't get on the internet quietly when you hear his... <laughs> <laughs> So you, you know what came on? 
Girls Gone Wild commercials. Oh. And they were censored, but it was enough. You know? Because all really you was. needed all you needed was just to bleed the pressure off. Because mm-hmm. you're getting like blue balls. Right. Which you're, are real things. And you your get, memory can fill in the gaps. And I you mean. fucking get pain from that. And then you finally get that nut off. It takes like four strokes. You're trying to get it off before it goes back to the number you're supposed to call to get Girls Gone Wild. You just mm-hmm. want to see a couple of the titties drop with the giant happy faces on them. Or the stars, yeah. Yeah. And then you just blow a hole in your ceiling fan, kill your cat on accident because your fucking nut was so strong. No one's going to miss that cat. That's the kind of fucking ramble I just went on. That was a fucking four-day... No internet, just girls gone wild, eighth grade dance, grinding on a bitch for like four hours, but there's no way you can nut, and then waiting another three hours to nut. That was the kind of ramble I just To like mid-90s R&B songs? Oh, Is that what yeah. we're playing? Fuck yeah. yeah. Some boys to men. Oh. Dude, to this day, I still grind <laughs> boys to men. Are you shitting me? I'm like the biggest boy. I, I am the biggest boys to men fan in this basement. Yeah. I'm probably the biggest boys to men fan who listens to this podcast. I would say so. I almost guarantee that. I can't. Con- yeah. I can. And I challenge anyone <laughs> who has a problem with that. You meet me in the squared circle. I'm going to turn into Vince McMahon with that voice. I know. You keep this going, Austin. You're yeah. fired. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. You Damn. can't do that for long. I heard your mm. voice. Okay. <laughs> how, how do you want your. Uh, uh, fried chicken. How do you want your chicken? You want it uh, fried or grilled? I want it fried. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> it hurts so much. I can't do that for long, but I, I used to do that all the time on the radio. Oh man! <laughs> but yeah, that's what we do. So we'll uh, now that the rambling's about done, mm-hmm. uh, we'll jump into some topics. Okay. Varble is always nice enough to pick the topics for us, yeah. and we go through some pop culture and some movies and some comics, some video games, mm-hmm. sports, TV shows, TV shows, all the kind of shit that we like. Just yeah. kind of. Ramble. Basically, our one goal is to try to be a little funny. Mm-hmm. And I try to introduce some new things to you that you might not have seen. You you do that. I'm just trying to be funny. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I guess the one thing I'll tell you before we get deep into this, never take us too seriously. Oh, God, no. We're never really meaning that much of what we're saying. We're just kind of fucking around. So if you guys want to fuck around, come on with us. And I'm yeah. assuming you do because you just sat through 36 minutes of inane I mean, it'll shit. be less than that. I'm going to edit Thank this. Thank Christ. Down, so. I hope so. Yeah. That's gonna go in a special edition. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do that at some tapes. point. Yeah, we're gonna sell. We're gonna sell them like the girls gone wild videos. Yeah, yeah. There you <laughs> go. Fucking midnight commercials. Here's coming. Zach uncut, uncensored Zach action. <laughs> the Z is back, uncensored, unrated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I think the Jews are good at running the media. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cut that bit. <laughs> the cut bits. The midnight tapes. <laughs> Oh, man. That's my uh, FM DJ voice. Yeah. It's literally just like a 42-minute cut of me saying, cut that bit. Stop it. Cut that bit. No, oh, God no. damn it. Oh, it's, fuck. Zach, really? It's me talking. Just like... <laughs> it's my FM DJ voice I like to do. Yeah. You know what's funny? I picked that up. I started doing it as a joke whenever I was like on the radio, like in high school and stuff like that, trying to do when I thought that was going to be my career. Mm-hmm. I did it as a joke to piss off the music director who ran the radio station I worked at. Okay. And he didn't know I was joking. He thought he, he actually liked it. Oh, shit. And so then I just kept laying it on thicker and thicker and thicker. It took him six months to catch up to the fact that I was fucking with him. Jesus. Right? Like, it, it eventually turned into me just being like, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us again on the Midnight Ride. We're always here for you. Got some new music coming up, and everybody loves it. You guys ready to rock? Because I know I am. <laughs> That's what it turned into. It started out with me just being like, hey, everybody, thanks for coming down to the 
I don't want to say the radio station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I almost did on accident. <laughs> Just muscle memory. Exactly. Thanks for tuning in again all the time. Well, here we are in the morning show. I hope everything's going great for you guys. We've got coming up now, fucking whatever fucking music was going on back then. I didn't pay a lot of attention. I just kept pulling the old files and playing shit that I liked. Yeah. I got in trouble for that a lot, too. But I kept doing that, and he liked it. He's like, yeah, Zach, you're sounding really good on the radio. Keep it up. And I'm like, can you not tell that I'm clearly not using my normal speaking voice? <laughs> no, because he talked to him like this no, all the time I'm in class. Like yeah, whatever you say, Mr. S. That sounds cool. <laughs> The S stands for school. <laughs> I'm ready for that pop quiz on Tuesday. Well, like, I don't know how he didn't catch on. I was clearly doing a radio voice, and <laughs> not to fucking toot my own horn, I don't need to do a radio voice. Yeah. I have a fairly decent radio voice. I think so. So yeah, then I come up and be like, yeah, guys, thanks for joining in today, and here we are. And, like, I'm clearly putting something on right there when I'm talking. And he didn't catch on to it. He'd just be like, Zach, you're sounding really good. Keep it up. Okay. So I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure thing, man. How about this? Is this sounding better? Here we are. A lot of energy. Having a lot of fun. And then like, I just kept going. and just kind of like, yeah, midnight ride, everybody. Can't stop us. And then I got high one day. Uh-oh. Uh, when I was doing the midnight, because I used to always do the midnight hours, because I, I liked those better. They were more fun. And nobody was there, so I could take more calls, because yeah. I always enjoyed that. That was fun to me. And you're awake anyway. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I was awake. I was doing blow. <laughs> but uh, I got really high one time um, while I was on shift, which I probably shouldn't have done. So then I fucked around and tried to pretend like, yeah, this voice wasn't me. It was somebody else in the studio and tried to do a two-man show for about 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> and a buddy of mine who worked with me at the studio was listening in and called me up. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I'm a little high, to be honest. He goes, stop. <laughs> He's like, whatever you're doing, stop doing it. I was like, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> Noted. Anyway, so it's about topic time. All right. I don't know if you saw about this, but Lego is making a Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh. It's like 3,000 pieces or whatever, but you actually build a two-scale NES system, and it actually works. It hooks up to a mini-TV, and it oh. has a scrolling scene of Super Mario oh, Brothers. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen it. Right? Well, yeah. That's fucking wild. Isn't that insane? That is fucking cool. It's like $230, but I'm really tempted to try it's and like, get yeah, it. It almost might be worth it, yeah. <laughs> in a way, just exactly. to kind of have it. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of fun, though. That's cool. Dude, that's, that's a lot of retro fun. Fuck yeah. It's a good time. I mm-hmm. like it. I like it a lot. And looks legit, too. Like, every detail it. looks of exactly it. like it, basically. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. It's, so it's cool. really crazy what they build with Legos, you know? Yeah, Legos really been fucking knocking out of the park for the last, like, five years. Oh, yeah. They're getting, like, crazy. I don't know what kind of drugs they're doing over in the <laughs> Lego uh, fucking... Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever you call it. Yeah, see, look at that. He's... Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> That's fucking insane. <laughs> That is so cool. Yeah, whatever they're doing over at the R and D lab of Lego, I want some because it's it's taking them it's taking people to some great fucking places. <laughs> the only problem is that is that has the same problem as all the really cool Lego uh, sets. Yeah, is that you only get to put it together once. You don't ever want to take it apart again. Right, but it's gonna be so cool to put together. <laughs> we'll move on to some movie news. Got to do a little R.I.P. at the oh, beginning yeah, here. No, this, this was a big one. I yeah. heard about this. It was shortly after we recorded last time, so it's a little old <laughs> yeah. news, but not, we definitely have to mention it here. I was obviously very hurt by this. Oh, yeah. So Ennio Morricone has uh, passed away at the age of 91. Ended up doing over 400 scores for film and television. It's like some of the most iconic. Definitely. Probably the greatest uh, movie uh, 
soundtrack like sound designer ever mm-hmm. i mean i mean it just people still fucking use his music in different movies to this day oh yeah i mean fucking play this video right here we can stop yeah. talking for a second just right, play yeah. this video well it's an ad yeah but well, we gotta have an ad out. first yeah. obviously fucking youtube there we go yeah fucking great movie too good the bad and badly. how much more did it just add to it you know just that that lonely like trumpet mm-hmm and everybody knows this. Even if you've never seen the movie, you know this. No, Yo, everyone knows this. This fucking looks good in HD too. By the way, right? I've never seen it. I've only seen it on like television from an old like film like, cut. But. Look at these shots that's going on in here and the music. This is nowadays. It seems commonplace. This is the first time this happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Lee Van Cleef. Such an iconic set too, right in the middle of the graveyard. Oh, it's so good. It's one of the greatest, probably top five film scenes in mm-hmm. history. Eli Wallach, one of the best bad guys ever. Yes, I love him so much. I got fucking goosebumps over here, man. It's so good. It's so fucking good. You can tell it's on location, dude. There's no painted backgrounds. Mm, no, that's just right there. Just the subtle piano keys. Yeah, it's the music box I played earlier, too. So it's a throwback to earlier in the plot. Just adds so much to the tension, too. Like, I, have to, I know what happens here, and I'm still like on edge. I have edge. to add the song to Writer's Playlist. I just thought about that. I haven't oh, done man. that yet. Hell yeah, that. yeah. So good. Wow. A little time here. Sure. Okay. Anyway, so that was the uh, final shootout scene. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. The final chapter of the Man With No Name trilogy. Yep. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, turn this podcast off. I don't want you listening. (laughs) You don't deserve it. Man. So So fucking... I mean, just... it's Ennio Morricone, he's just fucking... One of the most iconic movie composers ever. Oh, yeah. The guy just understood cinema. And understood drama and mm-hmm. was able to tell it through music. It, it, it's amazing. It really is. And then, like, I mean, kind of sad. Like, nominated six times for Oscars in the best original score category. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was in 2007 presented with the Academy Honorary Award uh, for his recognition and magnificent and multifaceted contribution to the art of film music. Just another reason I don't give a fuck about the Oscars. But he did finally win in 2016. <clears throat> oh, that's right. He got the hate late. Yep. It? Yeah. Which, oh man, what a way to go out. How much fun is it that it's Tarantino was able to get uh, Morricone his Oscar? Mm-hmm. Like, how big did that feel to him? Oh, man. I mean, clearly, Tarantino's a fan of Ennio uh, Morricone. I mean, Absolutely. He has to, uh, it, there's no way he's not. Yeah, he he's a, I mean, he's worshipped a him if you could. <laughs> and he should. Yeah. He, he understood how music did. Although, apparently, he hated working with Tarantino. Oh, really? He was not a fan of the way... Well, he didn't hate it. Oh, okay. But he, he wasn't a fan of the way Tarantino used music in movies. Hmm. Well, Tarantino's more of the... Sort of the... There's a term for it where the music is happening in the scene as well. Right, yeah. There's a term for that that I don't remember. There is, yeah. I, I didn't go to film school. <laughs> but, I do uh, know what you're talking about, though, yeah. Ennio was not a fan of that. Because he thought the music was supposed Should to be, be separate. like the overture. Yeah. That's because, I mean, he's a classical theater guy. Well, sure, he yeah. He kind of got into the movies because he was just such a good composer and, and things like that. Yeah. But uh, it's got to feel good just to, to... Can you imagine... I mean, Tarantino worships this dude as much as I do, if not more. And he was the one who was able to give him the Oscar. Yeah. That had to feel good. Oh, yeah. And the fact that it took that long... And you wonder why I hate the Oscars. <laughs> Shit like that. That's why. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about influential? Fucking everyone. Everyone has heard shit by him. Anyone who has watched more than three movies in their mm-hmm. lives 
has right. heard shit by him. That's the thing too. Like even in the opening, like his his scores spanned all genres. Oh yeah. There's there's nothing he didn't do. He yeah. did it all. Yeah. He was. I mean, he's, he's done comedies, romance, westerns, thrillers, he just, he horror just, movies. He got it. Yeah. He got. I mean, he's he's what John Williams wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and, and is. I'm not talking shit oh, on yeah, John yeah, Williams yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. No way you can. But I I bet you John Williams would would agree with what I just said. Oh right hell there. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's just that's a huge loss and it's a real, it's a real shame. But it really uh, is. But so much out there, like so you definitely good. have enough to appreciate, you know, the career that he had. He's so. also, if, I mean, if if you guys have seen Django, you've heard his music. If you haven't seen The Hateful Eight, he, he oh, yeah, did yeah. Uh, a couple of songs for Django. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know all the spaghetti westerns. He did the good, the bad, and the ugly. He did. Uh, I mean, like I said, all the spaghetti westerns, and then with Clint Eastwood, there's that other one he did that. It wasn't Eastwood, but it was another Sergio Leone one. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. Hmm, it, it. It'll come to me later, but it's a really good one. I mean, and he did, like, The Untouchables. Because mm-hmm. he got out of the... Sp- I mean, he didn't get out of it, but he stopped doing the spaghetti thing because he got pulled into Hollywood. Hollywood was like, get your fucking ass over here and start yeah. doing music for us. <laughs> like, you're clearly the greatest at it. Yeah. Fucking get over here and start doing it. So, rest in peace, buddy. 91, though. Yeah. Great life. Giant, pour the beer out. Absolutely. Moment of silence for Ennio. 91, though. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Good for him. Moving on to some more movie news. The new Halloween sequel, Halloween Kills, has been pushed to 2021. (gasps) And then a couple other of the Universal Horror movies, Candyman and The Forever Purge, have also been postponed. Doing another Purge movie? Mm Mm-hmm. How many of those are going to do? I mean, as many as keep making money. That's fair. <laughs> I've seen like the first one. Yeah, I never watched any of the other ones. Okay, I it, it was okay. Yeah, it was a cool idea. It was yeah. It, it one, it didn't need this many fucking sequels. No, and I th- I thought it would have been better done as a short film. I don't think there was a need to stretch out the original Purge into an hour and a half. Yeah, I think you can get that story done in forty five minutes. Yeah, Halloween Kills. Yep, followed by Halloween Ends. So they're both being pushed back a year to 2021 oh, was, and 2022. They've already filmed them both and they're just... Yeah, they did them both back to back. He wanted to do a trilogy after bringing it back last year. Oh, right on. Yeah, which it's okay. I don't know if you've seen that one yet or not. Oh, uh, the newest one. Yeah. I don't think I have. Okay. I need to check it out. Yeah. I haven't watched a horror movie in a while. See, it's hard for me to watch horror movies because Emma... Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she, well, she's not good the with anxiety. jump scares. Yeah, yeah, she gets anxiety attacks from jump scares, and sadly, a lot of new horror movies are fucking That's jump all it scares. Is. Yeah, because <laughs> they're lazy writers. Mm-hmm. So, well, hopefully, this next one will actually be pretty decent. I've got some hope for it. They're going to do another Wolfman reboot. Oh, okay. Starring Ryan Gosling oh. as the lead, and directed by Lee Whannell, who just recently did The Invisible Man. Oh, I've I've heard that was good. I haven't seen it yet. It actually was, yeah. Okay, pretty neat. So they're still gonna try to do the the DC the dark cinematic <laughs> I uh, don't, cinematic universe, where the fuck it was. I don't know. I don't know if it's dark universal cinematic universe. Is that if, what it was gonna be? I don't know if he's gonna try to tie it in or not, but yeah, because um, I know like that was the whole yeah. know, Dracula Untold was the first of it. Yeah, yeah. Which I actually like. Like I, I've said this a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It's a cheesy movie, but I I think it's pretty fun. Uh, Wenell is writing the treatment for the movie based on his own original idea, although the project is inspired by the 1941 classic The Wolfman, starring Lon Chaney Jr. Okay. Wenell and Gosling have wanted to work together for some time, but the director originally demurred when first offered Wolfman. Why would he want to work with Gosling? He's a terrible mm-hmm. actor. 
<clears throat> he's had some success. I, I really liked him in uh, Nice Guys. That was really good. I haven't seen that one in a while. Oh, yeah, I think you'd like that. Okay. It's pretty yeah, solid. I'm going to check it out, though. That's more of a because of Shane Black's writing, though, than anything else. But. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shane, Shane Black can make me a, a good actor. That yeah. doesn't fucking mean anything. <laughs> exactly. That's what it comes down to. Like you said many times before. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's actors first. are just dime a dozen. It comes down to yeah. writing and directing and everything yeah. else. Yeah. It's writers, directors, and then that's pretty much where the actors come in after that. Yeah. And that, and that's past all the, the guys doing the music and the set design and producers kind mm-hmm. of. Really, all the producer needs to do is shut the fuck up yeah. and let creative people create. And this next one. It's also, I'm keeping with the horror movie theme. Excellent. Uh, they're coming out with a new Friday the 13th box set. Perfect. Fucking dude. I, I broke down immediately. I've ordered this. It's you're already ordered pre-ordered. It. It's on the way. Look at this, man. You're going to, oh, it's so beautiful. So they actually did a deal where uh, Paramount Studios and New Line Cinema are both collaborating again. So it's not divided up back so and forth. It's all out now. It's all of them. All 12 of them. Oh, Check shit. out this box set, dude. How oh, beautiful fuck. is that artwork? Jason oh, throughout the years. Yes. We get uh, 4K remasters of the first four movies. Perfect. And then the HD Blu-ray remasters of all the rest of them, including Freddy vs. Jason in here, too. So. Ooh, and it's got Jason X, which mm-hmm. is probably the worst one. <laughs> I know everyone says it's Jason Goes to Hell, but yeah. uh, Jason X is pretty it's, it's pretty bad. But, yeah, we might have a, another series rewatch here when this comes in. Dude, when that comes in, let me know, because I'm right. going to need to go down to the d- dispensary. Okay, Because I'm going to get high as fuck, and Ooh. we're going to watch all of these in like two days. Nice, I'm I down. I fucking wait. I love these goddamn movies so yep. much. Coming out appropriately on? Friday the 13th? Yep. Excellent. In October. Smart. Yep. Smart. Smart. <laughs> way to be. Yeah, I'm excited. I think there's a couple of my mind I might not have even seen yet, so... I've seen them all at least once. Okay. I don't remember them all, but I know I've seen them all at least once. Because okay. that was like always a thing where yeah. of, of all the horror genres, I had to see them all. Gotcha. So. <clears throat> I know I've seen the first four, but then like five through eight, and I think I've only seen like two of. I'm not sure which ones. Yeah, you, so. like, what, you have Freddy in New York. Or Jason, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah <laughs> Jason in New York, which is hilarious because he punches the head off that one boxer, which is like, that was when they kind of started figuring out that they could make these like comedies. Mm-hmm. Which is well, they almost fun. had to because of the ratings board. Like, yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, these are awesome. One of my favorite things with uh, Friday the 13th is mm-hmm. the fr- with how big Jason is. Yeah. He's not in the first movie. Yeah, at all. And that's something people kind of forget about sometimes. Like, he's not, well. He's technically in the first okay, movie. Okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, 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 those fucking nerds. I, I, I could feel them getting ready to comment. <laughs> okay, yeah. You saved me. Yeah. Can you shut the fuck up? We know. <laughs> but he's not the main villain. You know no. what the fuck I meant? Yeah. You pieces of shit. I'm really excited to see Jason Goes to Hell again. I haven't watched that one in a while. That yeah. one's hard to find. Yeah, like I said, yeah, New Line, really. Because uh, Paramount did the first eight, and yeah. then New Line took over for Goes to Hell X. Freddy vs. Jason in the reboot. So. I actually like Freddy vs. Jason, to be honest with you. I did, too, a lot. Like They really respected both sides really yeah. equally, I thought. Yeah. There was a real like kind of like camaraderie between it. It was sort of fun to watch. Yeah. The reboot was meh. That's what I was going to say. I, I know I saw it in theaters, but I don't remember much about it. I, I, know I, saw, I don't I, remember hating it, but I don't remember no, like, it was, loving it, it either. It was pretty like, empty. Okay. It was sort of like they tried to do... I know they tried to do something different. I don't remember what it was. I know they yeah. tried to do something a little different, but in the end, it didn't make anything different at all. So it just kind of turned into like a shot-for-shot remake of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I know like one of the big things a lot of people didn't like about it is they like, turned like into like a survivalist like 
yeah, wilderness man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, like he died out in the woods or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, but uh, we'll find out soon because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have to marathon this for oh, sure. Fuck, I can't wait. Yeah, uh, like I said, I'm really excited for Jason Goes Hell. Jason yeah. X is probably my favorite one in terms of comedy because mm-hmm. that one is so fucking like perfect early two two thousands. Remember that era when everything oh, had to yeah. be like extreme and futuristic. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Like basically, picture do you, if you guys remember the remake of Lost in Space, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Picture that, but then they're also trying to do Friday the Thirteenth with horror. Time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fucking amazing. Oh yeah. But yeah, I just love that box set. Like that's gonna no, look no, beautiful on awesome. the shelf. That's almost worth it just for itself. Yeah, just the box set. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see Jason goes to hell again because I've, I've only seen that one like twice. Yeah, that one's hard to find. They've got that shit locked up like Song of the South. They're oh, like, yeah. fuck it, you, you'll get to watch this movie. You'll fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, they got a ton of like deleted scenes and commentaries and everything from yeah, each I, one I saw too. It earlier, so. they had like the TV spots for some of the earlier ones. You mm-hmm. can see like the commercials and shit, which is kind of dope. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds like they're going all out for it. So. I'm excited, man. I had to, I had to share it. So no, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't yeah. fucking wait. The Friday the Thirteenth movies are just—they're such great. I mean, they're basically they're the cookie cutter for every '80s '90s slasher film from mm-hmm. then on. Like Friday the Thirteenth started it essentially. Oh, yeah. Like they got it all where it's let's get a bunch of hot teens out in nowhere, make mm-hmm. them slutty and yep. stupid, and then get we'll to just, see some boobies, see yeah, some blood, and then we'll just kill them off in the craziest fucking ways we can think of. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Fuck yeah, sign me up! Hell yeah, let's do it." Yeah, Savini doing the makeup for the first four. Like oh, he just goes all out trying to top himself each time. I love it. Yeah, it's it, it's it's almost like a Ramy thing where he's just like, "Fuck it, let's get it." Yeah. How much red corn syrup can one guy purchase <laughs> oh, at one God. time? What is the? Is there a limit? <laughs> oh, they yeah. have fucking radio spots for some of them. You see that? Oh yeah. Holy shit! That'll be fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get Fangoria really articles. Like, oh, I'm gonna get really high for this though. <laughs> Because there's nothing better than watching, like, classic 80s slasher oh, yeah. movies when you're high. Well, you almost have to for some of those other ones. Like, they, early 80s horror movies can be kind of boring. I mean, if they're not killing people, it's a lot of, like, really lackluster dialogue. To be fair, I I know that I'm making a lot, like, I'm not making fun, but I'm, in, I'm enjoying the cheese of the mm-hmm. Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. The first one is perfectly done. Okay. It's a beautifully shot film. Yeah. It's done really well. It almost feels like, like, a, like an art film, almost. And, and honestly, it has like sort of first Evil Dead kind of feels. I mean, a little bit, a little well, bit. Technically, first Evil Dead has Friday the Thirteenth feels. But yeah, because it came after. Yeah. But yeah, but you know, it has that kind of like. There's kind of a there's an artistic quality to the first one. Like mm-hmm. this guy was legit trying to tell a story and oh, kind yeah. of had a fun idea. And then it was like, how crazy can we go with this until somebody tells us to stop? Yeah. And then they got him all the way to hell, and then the future. <laughs> so, live your dreams, kids. Yeah. Don't ever let anybody tell you no. Just fucking go. Unless it's a woman and you're trying to have sex with her. Then, yeah, no means no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this original is going to be great. Oh, I can't fucking They wait. got the, a 4K scan of the original camera negative. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, Ooh, like, the actual film cut. negative, yeah. They got an unrated cut. We're going we're to watch that. Oh, yeah. We're going to watch the unrated cut. I haven't watched the first one in a long time. Yeah, it's been quite a while. That's the problem is that I, I'm so used to hate watching. I don't ever go back to watch the ones that I like. I always go back <laughs> to watch the ones I don't like. Yeah. No, I'm going to get very high for this. Nice. I'm going to try to get you high for this. Mm. I'm going to get some edibles so you don't have to smoke and cough. Okay. We'll just get you, like, edible high. So we can freak you the fuck out. Ooh. All right, man. You're going to freak out until we get to, like, uh, probably Jason in New York. Somewhere <laughs> there you're going to stop freaking out. Okay. Like, well, I think this is okay. Yeah. 
I mean, this is a natural progression. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fucking hip black boxer in the 80s. I think I'll be okay. He's not going to punch my head off my shoulders. Right. That legit happens, by the way. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Speaking of punching, the last bit of movie news. Your boy Chris Hemsworth is going to be playing Hulk Hogan in a biopic. Fuck yeah. He says he's going to have to get bigger than Thor in order to play him. Yeah, you got to get those fucking pythons, son. Hell yeah. You're fucking better. Yep. He says this movie is going to be a really fun project, and as you can imagine, the preparation for the role will be insanely physical. Yeah, steroids. Is I'm going to have to put say. on more size than I ever have before, even more than I put on for Thor. Steroids mm-hmm. is what he's going to be doing. That's what he meant to say. <laughs> yeah. So how far into the life of Hulk Hogan are we going to get into? Are we going to get into, like, uh, the shitty reality show? No, his, apparently not. Yeah. his son killing somebody in a car wreck? Or him fucking his buddy's wife on video and the sex tape getting released and then him suing a website for millions of dollars? Are we going to get that far into it? Doesn't sound like it, no. Mostly just 80s, maybe early 90s. So Pussies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Hemsworth in that. Come on. Fuck yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to watch this movie regardless. I don't care. Yeah. But I was just wondering if we, if we were going to get to Bubba the Love Sponge or not. <laughs> Because that's the real Hulk Hogan story. Oh, yeah. That's what the kids know nowadays. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, I mean, this that's is going to be great, though. This yeah. will be my Halloween costume next year. We're all set. There you go. Do you think they've, if they're, they're going to get to the Hollywood Hulk Hogan era? Or are they just going to stop in the 80s where he was just the real uh, American? I think they'll touch on Hulk it a little media. bit. Yeah. I mean, it's such a big part of him. So. Yeah. He, he did. I mean, he was, he was in it for so long, man. Yeah. Like 30 years or something like that? Yeah, 34, I think, 35. Longer than I've been alive. <laughs> so they apparently did oh, a... yeah, I heard a, about this. ...a cast reunion for the people from Hannibal. And they asked again about a season four. Yeah. Nothing was said officially, but Brian Fuller, the series creator, right. appeared optimistic about the chance to possibly adapt The Silence of the Lambs. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the we show moving forward. This, uh, yeah, they're doing the Clarice thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there's going to be a Silence of the Lambs miniseries with this cast. Of course, the big hurdle here is that MGM owns the rights to that particular book. And the character of Clarice, which they bring up the CBS show here. Uh, But Fuller has also mentioned that the show has already borrowed a lot from the Clarice character. He's quoted saying, What's interesting is that we took so much from Clarice and wove it into Will Graham in a way that kind of hybridized those characters. Right. So if the show does return someday, Fuller teased an idea that he feels is a good jumping off point. I'm very hopeful, he explained. The great thing about the idea with members of the cast in terms of where we're going is that if we are going to take five years, six years, seven years, or what have you, and everyone is still interested in coming back, then that's just how long they've been on the lamb, as it were, and the story will pick up from that point and we'll adapt. Nice. And then uh, Hugh Dancy <clears throat> plays Will, says, uh, it'll be like grumpy old men with cannibalism. <laughs> like, sign me up for that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> also, that's just, that's such a trait of a true storyteller right there from Fuller. Just being like, I mean, yeah, if it takes us five, six, seven years, we'll just pick up five, six, seven years later. Exactly. Pretend like that's what's been happening. Like, mm-hmm. That's a true storyteller where it's like, yeah, no, we'll just, we'll weave it in. That's yeah, fine. We can ride around it. Yeah. It's such a good show. Oh, yeah. Man, it was so good. Yeah. Did you hear, because uh, Emma is... I don't know how how much into the show she is. I do mm. know that she wants to fuck Mads Mikkelsen until he passes out from dehydration. I, mean, I know I, that much. I can definitely see that, yeah. Not that he's like an ugly dude or anything. He's a, he's a handsome enough man. Yeah, he, he's a fucking fantastic he, actor. Oh, fuck yeah. And apparently a very sweet person in mm. real life. I've heard a lot of good things about him. Yeah. But uh, Which, I, I guess... I like think we said before, like I, I didn't know if anybody would be able to take on Hannibal, you know, after the movies. And yes, exactly. He was somehow able to do it. He, he really had that, like... He almost took it to another level, even really. In like, a way, yeah. He, yeah. he sort of had 
not exactly a humanization of it, because you can't say that when it comes to a character like Hannibal Lecter. Right. But he sort of had a way to make it not realistic, but fuller. Yeah. Which is odd, because that's the guy who wrote it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I do, yeah. Like, there, there, there was, like, more tones to it, almost. Yes. I can see that, yeah. Where, like, Sir Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. kind of, like... His was almost too fantastical. Like, it was almost unbelievable. It was it? more like with Anthony Hopkins, he latched onto the idea of it and then took it to an extreme. Mm-hmm. Whereas... Mads Mikkelsen sort of tried to stretch it. Yeah, it was always grounded. Like it was believable. Yeah. It was like Hopkins went off the deep end, and Mads was was swimming the hundred dial, the hundred meter dash. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's they a both, good comparison. They yeah. both got a gold medal. They're both fantastic. Oh, for sure. One went deep, and one went long. That's just yeah. basically what it is. Okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, just fucking fantastic. Also, apparently, I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast or not. I think Brian Fuller was the one who uh, basically said that oh what's the name for the pairing babe for the ship okay so the the ship name on on the on the internet's hanagram uh, is you know hannibal and will, will graham. graham being like gay lovers okay uh brian fuller didn't say it didn't happen wow so technically they could be like bisexual or something okay. like that so okay. that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of fun there is a certain tension among them you know there is yeah I, I mean, I'm not as mad about this as I am with like a lot of the other times where people try to shit. They really to, try to force like, it, like yeah. male characters, and not like the writers. I mean, the the community, yeah. the people on the internet, the girls on the internet, <laughs> who like have to. Apparently, two guys can't just have a brotherly love for each other. They have to also want to like blow a load in each other's mouths or something yeah. like well, that. Well, I mean, we do so. Yeah, but that's different. We're not. Oh, okay. on, we're not on TV yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Someday. Mm-hmm. One of these days. <laughs> But yeah, so apparently that was like not exactly confirmed, but Fuller was also like, yeah, yeah, I can see that happening, maybe, hmm. which is kind of like the funniest way to answer that. Like, sure, yeah. write more fanfic, <laughs> fucking send more letters in, maybe I can make another goddamn season. Yeah, show people that it was actually popular and people want this. Yeah, he's a smart dude. He yeah. gets it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and then maybe we can start working on getting another season of Firefly. Ooh, you fucking cocksuckers! <laughs> fucking fourteen seasons of goddamn Buffy, one season of Firefly in a movie. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Move on to some video game news. We do have some good hopefulness here. The Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope actually has an October release date. Next one coming out? Yes. I can't wait. You know, they had it as uh, spring and then they delayed it to summer and had to delay it again. Right. They had to delay it again, but this time we actually have a a date on here. October 30th. Oh, fucking day before Halloween. Yeah. Ballsy. I know. So I texted uh, Rachel and Daniel said, just cancel the Halloween party. We've already got our plans here. We're, all five of us are going to have to play through this one Absolutely again. not. We're having a Halloween party. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> my favorite part of the year. We're having a goddamn Halloween party. Call me Jack Skeleton, motherfucker. Okay. But the next week, for sure, we're going to yeah. play this. Because <laughs> that's a lot of fun. How, if, how excited are you going to be if Daniel ends up killing you on accident again and that's the only death? My only goal <laughs> in this one is mm-hmm. to get Daniel killed. Whatever character he gets, oh. I'm going to try to kill that character. Okay. Just to a little revenge, him, huh? To teach him a fucking lesson. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. If, if you guys haven't done this yet, get about four or five of your friends together. Oh, absolutely. And buy the Dark and the dark Pictures anth- anthology, or at mm-hmm. least just buy the first one. I forget what it's like. Yeah, uh, Man of Madon yeah, is the first one, yeah. Man of Madon. I was going to say Minds of Madon for some yeah. reason. Yeah, get about four or five of your buddies together everybody pick a character mm-hmm. and just start you know getting drunk or getting high get, yeah. do do both whatever you're into mm-hmm. do that and then play that game together it's oh, yeah. just f- so much fucking fun yep you just pass the controller around it'll show you which character's coming up next and then you pass it to that character whoever's playing it and then you go through and it's just so good yeah everybody just gets to make their choices and you see who lives and who dies yeah it's a lot of fun it was 
Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and this one's looking even better, I think. So fucking Daniel, who can't complete one goddamn quick time event, <laughs> kills one one death the whole yeah. fucking time. Yeah. And towards the end, too. Yeah, towards the... It was like the last chapter. Yeah, we were like 95% through Got me it. shot jumping off a fucking sailboat. <laughs> you know how many quick time events I missed? Zero. Nailed that whole fucking thing. You really Kept did. everybody alive. I was the captain <laughs> of that boat, and you shot me in the back of the fucking head. He thought you were a monster. Mutinous son of a bitch. <laughs> kick him around the teeth yeah <laughs> love you daniel but excited for this one though we'll definitely be playing through fuck yeah i can't wait this next one actually looks pretty cool too it's a game called death ground have you heard of that one so they uh they uh, describe sorry. it here i, I talked oh. away from the mic i was leaning back <laughs> to scratch my arm that's all right uh, this is a destructoid article and they they compare it to Alien Isolation, which was okay. a great alien game. It's a game I, I almost refuse to play. Yeah, it's so it, terrifying. It seems too scary. Yeah. I would love to play it with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I need somebody else in the room with me while that, I play it. That's, that's very fair. Play. Yeah, that is a very fair statement. I'm not going to play it by myself, because then yeah. I'm not going to be able to sleep that night. This is uh, Alien Isolation meets Jurassic Park. Ooh. And uh, they got a little trailer here, so we'll play through that. Yeah, let's do that. That you, sounds fun. You need to check it out. So is that the sequel to Jurassic World, then? I'm hoping so. That's what I assume it would work out as. We would mm-hmm. just get overrun with fucking dinosaurs. I mean, I'm in. No, it looks awesome. I can't wait. Fucking, no, seriously, that was my first thought during that trailer, where that guy's like, one, he's in the fucking locker, he's got a light on for some yeah. fucking reason. Turn the fucking light out. Yeah. And then he gets out after a dinosaur walks by. Yeah, like literally right after he walks by. Fucking, you're in a locker. They don't have thumbs. They can't open that shit. Yeah. Stay in there. You right. can live 10, 12 hours. Take a nap. Sure. This shit will be dead afterwards. Just fucking chill. <laughs> Idiot. Fuck that noise. No, it looks like a lot of fun. Though. Yeah, Death Ground. Uh, apparently doing a Kickstarter campaign for it, so everybody oh. can check that out and yeah, go to maybe help support them a little bit. It's like deathground.com. It's D-E-A-T-H. Not like you can't hear, but like you're dead. Right. Deathgroundgame.com, and then check them out on Kickstarter. Throw them some money. They look pretty good. Yeah. Well, watch the trailer if, if you think it looks good. Throw them some money. I'm not going. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not sponsoring us. I'm not going to say go throw money at them. <laughs> yeah. But I think it looks good. You should probably go throw them some money. Yeah, they're aiming for a PC release at first, but they want to bring it to console sometime in the future. Yeah, I can see Xbox making it up for sure. Oh yeah, because if it's already PC, then it's a lot easier for Microsoft just to throw it on the Xbox. So exactly. Yeah, they can just do like a uh, uh, digital release only. Mm-hmm. Saves you money on printing cases. So for sure. Moving on. I know you've already heard of this, but I had to bring it up. I know oh, yeah. you're a big Far Cry fan. Ooh, I love Far Cry. They officially announced Far Cry 6 is coming out in February of 2021. Yeah, no, I, I saw the trailer. It looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We got Giancarlo Esposito as the big Esposito. bad this time. Esposito. Esposito. <laughs> Sorry, that was, a, that was a millennial joke. It was. I didn't get it, but I'm laughing. <laughs> ha ha ha. Children, you are funny. Ah, yes. Hey, hey, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this one's uh, being developed by Ubisoft Toronto. It's the first time that studio's led a Far Cry game. Oh. And it's going to be taking place across Yara. Yeah. Including the capital city, Esperanza. Yeah, it, it kind of seems like it's going to be like a stand-in for like a South American country or okay. some kind. So. And uh, they're saying it might have some ties to Far Cry 3. Thank God. That's my so, favorite Far Cry. Yeah, a lot of people are thinking they might have some... Uh, Early pieces Voss. of Voss, yeah. You see Voss again? Mm-hmm. I love Voss. He's one of the best fucking villains yeah. ever. That... So I did end up picking it up. It was like three bucks the other day on Xbox what do you think for the about? remastered version. Uh, I didn't play it. Didn't I just downloaded it. Okay, that's it, yeah. fair. When you start playing it, let me know. But, yeah, I, I was like, I love it. for three bucks, Zach seems to love this. I'm, I'm sure it'll it's be amazing. worth that. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Okay. That game mm-hmm. was so good, and it also was the, like, the first game to bridge 
not just being a game. Like, do you remember the advertisements for it at all? No, not really. It was just like this whole internet uh, ad campaign they did with uh, Christopher Mintz Plaz. Oh. Oh, yeah, there's the... Okay, yeah, it's it's 30 minutes long to see the full fucking thing. Oh, shit, okay. But the dude who voices Vaz uh-huh. is also based off of him, like, to look like him and stuff like that. So they do... Just go ahead and click on it and see if it starts. It's live-action videos. They put out, like, four episodes of this that was live-action videos of him, like, getting, like... It's, like, Chris Mintz Plus on the island of Far Cry 3 and getting, like, captured by Vaz and shit like that and tortured and things like that. Huh. And it's all this, it's the fucking, it's the dude doing it the whole time. It's really fucking cool. He tortures him in the end by burying him up to his neck in a beach, and then, like, he sets him on fire, lets him get eaten by fire ants. One of the two. <laughs> and then there's a fun little, like, uh, achievement in the game where on uh, one of the beaches on one of the islands, you can walk up and there's a dude buried up to, like, his eyeballs in the sand, and you get an, an achievement for finding that. <laughs> yeah. If, if you ever get, like, 30 minutes to kill, go through and yeah. watch that whole thing. All right. It's a lot of fun. Nice. But they, were, they were putting those out, like, once a week up until the release of Far Cry 3. Oh, nice. It was really fucking cool. It was, like, one of the smartest fucking, like, advertisements I've ever seen for a game. Nice. And this was, like, I mean, 2008 or something like that. Yeah. So. Well, this last one is uh, yes. probably something I know you haven't seen because it just came out today. But I was watching it over a lunch break. They did a big Xbox showcase where they're showing a bunch of the Xbox games coming out for the Yeah, I uh, heard about that with the uh, Funhouse was tweeting about it. I saw yeah. that. Double Fine Studios is yeah. now a Microsoft studio. Thanks, brother. So Psychonauts 2 is going to be a Xbox exclusive. Motherfuckers. I had to rub that in for you a little bit. They're trying to make me buy an Xbox too, I think so, they? yeah. But That's fine. I mean, you know what? I've been homebound for three months. I've saved us some money. I can yeah. buy both consoles. There you go. I don't care. Yeah, this looks so cool that the, the first gameplay trailer. So I saved it here, and we're going to watch through that real quick. Perfect. Because I know you love this game. I fucking love Psychonauts. Oh, I'm so ready. Tim Schafer, you fucking genius. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking love Psychonauts. You've played it, right? I mean, oh, yeah. The, okay, good. Definitely. Sure. I mean, it's so fucking smart and funny and well-written and artistic and creative and everything you want in any kind of media. Oh, for sure. Like, beyond anything you could really imagine. Like, I don't know how he comes up with some of that no, stuff. No, I don't know what he's smoking, but I'll, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll have a hit. Yeah. Oh, Dude, Ross. especially from that one, too. Like, Come on, Ross Putin. You got mm-hmm. this. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. The Ramos Ruin. Can't wait. That sucks. It's gonna be an Xbox exclusive, so now I have to buy an Xbox. Yeah, and I'm I'm fine with buying an Xbox just for this game. That doesn't upset <laughs> me in any way. Yeah, I think I have the, I think I have the first one on my PS4 though. Oh yeah, they did remaster of it. I think so. Yeah, I know I had it on my Xbox 360, nice. and that that thing probably still works at my dad's house somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wind that thing back up. See if it still works. There you go. My old Xbox. Uh, it was the Xbox Elite with the Ooh. the touch screen and all that. Mm-hmm. That's because my collector's edition Halo 3 Xbox died. Oh, okay. So then I got the Xbox Elite. A little return of uh, Neo before Zack? I mean, that's still my that's my PS4 handle, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's, that's always my uh, gamer tag. Nice. It was the first one I picked when like, I first got Xbox Live, like when I got my Halo 3 special edition Xbox. Uh, Xbox 360. So yeah. I didn't have a. I had an Xbox, but I didn't have Xbox Live at that right, time. Right. Yeah. It was only like a year or so before. Yeah. The 360 came out. But I did have it on my 360, and I got the special collector's edition Xbox 360, Halo 3, and uh, that thing I just died yeah. on me, sadly. 
which that was shown off today too was Halo Infinite. It's nice. looking really good. Cool. Oh yeah, no, that does look good. I, I I actually saw the trailer for that. Nice. Yeah, no, that that's always been my uh, gamer tag, Neil before Zach. It's on PlayStation <laughs> and Xbox. It's just fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, I assume people get that. It's Neil before Zod. That was what I thought was funny about it. Although it it started to get funny. I mean, God, I missed the days back in like eighth grade, freshman year, where I had summer like summer vacation, and it was just nothing but games. Xbox Live for fourteen hours a day because yeah. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting called Neil a lot. Really? <laughs> Cause it, yeah, because it's Neil before Zach. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, Neil. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, it's Zach. How are you gonna read the fucking name, idiot? I always thought it was clever. That's all I got for you for I this mean, week for topics. You were one so. of the few people I know who actually got that like the first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah. I usually had to explain it. Like the first time I gave you my, my gamer tag, you were like, oh, like uh, Superman, like Zod. I'm like, yes, thank fucking thank you. <laughs> like a thirsty man in a desert with a glass of water. Like, yes. Did we just become best friends? Finally. No, that was after you saw my gamer score. <laughs> yeah. Because it was pretty. My Xbox 360. I, I want to brag. My, my gamer score is pretty top notch. It really was. It's pretty up there. Still is like, I think you're probably still top five from any of my friends on my friends list. That was funny. Never 100 percent at any game. Yeah, that's insane. Just played a shit ton of games. <laughs> I just had a lot of fun with them. So. Yeah. Ah, that's good. All right, I think are we, are, are we out of topics now? That's all I had for you. I think yeah. We're out of topics. I assume we don't have any questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the queen of questions is busy. So no questions. I have a question. Okay. Hmm. How fucking hyped for D&D on Saturday are ya? Meh. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be there, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to be there, because otherwise that's gonna be a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your Jeez. characters are dead! <laughs> oh, well, never mind, I don't have to be okay, there. Yeah, we're you free now. Out? Yeah. We can watch, uh... Let's see, we're gonna watch Friday the 13th later. We can watch, yeah. uh... Hmm. Nightmare? We can watch Nightmare on Elm Street. That's That'll true, be fun. that's true. Yeah. Hey, we can do some of those. Okay. Those will be fun. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we just gotta swing back. We gotta swing by the dispensary first. Oh, okay, yeah. That's all we gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess we gotta go pick up Emma whenever she's done. But she can drive herself. Oh, you got two cars again? Yeah, I got two oh, cars. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good, man. I'll just stay here for I don't know three months until she gets over how pissed she'd be if I actually skipped Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you would be dead. She has a key to this house. Oh, she would come in. and She would. Yeah. You for sure. Yeah. This would be a crime scene. No, nah, she's a lovely woman, and I love her very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so I guess that. Okay. Is that it? Are we good? That's it. I think we're good. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me, buddy. Yeah. Everyone, thanks for, uh, getting through this. Ooh. I know it was a bit of a slog there. It probably was a couple parts, but. We all appreciate it. I hope you had some fun. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you laughed a little bit. Uh, as always, make sure to follow the show on Twitter. That's, uh, at the A to Z show on Twitter. Pretty sure. Right? Yeah. With ben? the number two. Yeah. Yeah. At the A to Z show with the number two on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow both of us on Twitter. Uh, Andrew over here, he's at Big Guy ACV. That's me. And I am at Melch Knows Best. M E L C H Knows Best. Knows with a K. Uh, that's both of us on Twitter. Make sure to follow those. Uh, whatever kind of podcast instrument you're listening to this on, please like. Subscribe, leave a comment, send it around to your friends, let everybody know about the show. Uh, we also have a way of reaching us if you have um, some questions or anything. Like I said, you can send it to our Twitters or if you want 
more room. You don't be limited by 240 characters because the man's not going to hold you down because you're not a cuck. Ooh. If you want a real way to do it. Calling him out. You can also get us on Google. Uh, we're on the Gmails. That's, uh, let's see. Let's see if I can remember this. Okay. That is a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. I believe you nailed it. I think I nailed that one. All right. And that is connected to, I know it's connected to my phone. Okay. I think it's on Emma's computer. So we, we do actually read that if you send us anything. Okay. Uh, and I will read anything you send on the air. Confessions, questions, concerns, diatribes, oh. uh, fucking manifestos, bad jokes. Okay. Anything like that, I will read it. So make sure to send on to that. Like I said, like, subscribe, and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, send this podcast along if you guys enjoyed it. Show your friends. And I think I'm going to leave you guys with a joke. Ooh, all right. So here's a joke for you. Failed comedian himself. Yeah, this is uh, it's a pretty good joke. A frog walks into a bank. Stands in line, walks into the teller, looks at her um, name tag. It says Patricia. He says, hi, Patricia. How are you? She says, I'm fine. And he goes, that's a very pretty name. She says, thank you. Most of my friends call me Patty. He goes, oh, okay. And her name tag says uh, Patricia W. He says, okay, so Patty then. He's like, well, Patty, I came in here today because I, uh, I need a bank loan. I need to get a new lily pad. I need a new bank loan for it. She's like, uh, well, I don't think we've ever done that before, but uh, I guess we'll try to do it. What's your name? He says, um, my name's Kermit. She's like, you're not Kermit the Frog. He goes, no, no, no. I was named after Kermit the Frog. My name is Kermit Jagger. Mick Jagger is my father, and he happened to fuck a frog, so here I am. She's like, oh, okay, interesting, Mr. Jagger. Uh, he's like, no, please, just call me Kermit. She's like, okay, fine. She's like, so you wanted a bank loan, right? He's like, yep, I just need a bank loan. I need to get a new uh, lily pad. She's like, well, you have any kind of credit? He's like, well, I'm a frog, so no. She's like, okay, that, that's fair. I guess that's a fair question. She's like, what about uh, uh, collateral? Do you have any collateral for this loan? He says, well, I don't really have any money, but I do have this. And he hands her a little tiny, uh, like, porcelain pink elephant. It's all shiny and polished up and things like that. Hands that to her. He's like, well, I've, I've got that for collateral. She's like, I don't even know what this is. He's like, oh, he goes, I just figured that would work for collateral. She's like, well, I'm going to have to talk to my bank manager. I'll be right back. He's like, oh, yeah, no, sure, I can just stand there, and I'll, I'll wait. Patty W., she walks into the back room there where her, her bank manager's at. She's like, uh, hey, boss. Uh, she's like, he's like, yeah, Patty, what do you need? She's like, well, I got a, I got a frog out here named Kermit. It's not Kermit the Frog, it's Kermit Jagger. Apparently his dad's Mick Jagger. He's like, oh, well, that's, that's interesting. Why is there a frog out there? She's like, well, he needs a, a, a bank loan for a new lily pad. He's like, okay. What are we supposed to do about that? She goes, well, he gave me this for collateral. And holds up the little el pink elephant. She's like, I don't even know what that is or what to do. And he's like, because you don't know what that is? She's like, no, I don't even know what to do. He's like, well, I mean, come on. That's a knick-knack, paddywhack. Give that frog a loan. His father was a rolling stone. And silence. <laughs> That was a lot of build-up. I know, that's the point. Welcome to humor class, motherfuckers. Damn it. Everyone strap in. Anyway. <laughs> you know you love that. Don't even act like you didn't.
I'm laughing on the inside. Mm-hmm. You and everyone else of my uh, stand-up comedy crew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, as always, thanks again for listening. We do love you. I hope you enjoyed that joke, because I know I did. Uh, and also, use that joke. It feels so fucking good. Everyone groans and rolls their eyes, and it's oh, it's like an orgasm. <laughs> it's like you just spent three hours grinding on your eighth-grade girlfriend, and now you're watching those Girls Got Wild videos. Callback. <laughs> oh, it's a nut. But, uh... Always, guys, thanks for listening. Guys and girls and everybody else. Thanks for listening. Love you all. With all this crazy pandemic shit, try to be safe. Keep keep your uh, keep your dick and balls clean. Wash your hands and tell everyone that you love that you love them. Don't ever forget to do that either. So we will see you uh, next time from the bunker. Take it easy. <laughs>